insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. <coughs> he enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. Welcome back to Legal Band Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. It's 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat room on YouTube by going to liberaldanradio.com. That is liberaldanradio.com, which will bring you right to the YouTube channel. And uh, then you can just go to the live show and join us in there. If you're listening live on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan, uh, and you want to join in on the chat, just please go ahead and come over to the YouTube channel. It's much easier to handle one chat instead of two. If you were listening after the live broadcast, you could always leave your comments over on liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldanradio, liberaldanradio on YouTube or on Twitter, and also on the uh, episode thread here on YouTube as well at liberaldanradio.com. Uh, if you want to support the show, you, the best thing you could do is to subscribe to the channel. We've hit the mark to become a partner, but we still need the watch hours. But we're still not at the point where we, we're still trying to get 1,000 subs, uh, but we're, we've hit the 500 mark, so we're there. Uh, but we still need watch hours, so go ahead, watch some videos, uh, like videos, comment on them, get those algorithms up there. Because, you know, Al Gore got some rhythm, apparently. So get the Al Gore rhythm up and running and, and get other pe- get the engagements going so we can get other people in and get other people seeing the videos because that's the best way to get other people engaged because I haven't quite figured out how to best improve the Al Gore rhythms. But, you know, we, we got to do it somehow. Um, I learned some things about how to, uh, how to best get the uh, – videos hour the video hours watched up and I'll talk about that in a little bit uh, maybe when we got a, little, a few more viewers in the chat just so I don't have to repeat myself um, but we'll talk about that a little bit if you also want to support the show you can do so by becoming a liberal Dan radio patron uh, patreon.com slash liberal Dan or patreon.liberaldan.com both ways will get you there you could also buy me a cider liberaldan.com uh, go click on the Buy Me a Cider button, or you can go to buymecoffee.com slash radio. Either way, it will get you there. Or you can Venmo me. I always forget which way to point. Uh, it's Liberal Dan on Venmo. Just remember, just do friends and family because you're not buying anything from me, so therefore it's no way to get the fee. Um, 
Hey, shout out to Bob, Jackie, Marie, Steve, the Mod Squad, Jolie and Aaron, Jeff, uh, Bill, one of the most badass listeners we have, apparently. Um, survived lots of gunshots in Nam. Uh, Jeff, who else am I missing that have popped into the chat already? We've got 12 viewers and 9 likes, so please make sure to smash that like button before you smash the patriarchy. Um, what else? Uh, that's I think that's all of the house cleaning uh, so far uh, that we have to do. I have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. As always, uh, several things to talk about pertaining. We've been talking a lot about Israel, and we'll continue to do so, because there's always a bunch of stuff to talk about, clearly. Uh, one of the things I did talk about, I did hear about the news today, that the news brought it up today, I brought it up the other day, is the fact that Ukraine isn't getting enough conversation because Israel is getting the, a lot of the conversation, and that, that's what Putin loves. Putin loves the fact that we're all talking about Israel and Hamas, which is maybe why they're finding, you know, Russian weapons and Russian, Russian, you know, Russian weapons over in Gaza. Because Russia's going to support that because Russia loves that we're talking about Netanyahu and Israel and Hamas and Gaza and Palestine. And we're talking about all that. And Everyone's ignoring the fact that today was like the biggest drone strike since the uh, since the Russian invasion of Ukraine started. But we're not really talking about that much. Why? Because everyone's all distracted with, you know, Israel and Hamas. And what was it? What is it that I've been saying this entire time? What is it that I've been saying is that the people who want a distraction, the best thing they could do is to start getting the oppressed people, i.e., in this case, Jews and Palestinians, to fight against each other so that it could be a distraction to the world so that everybody can ignore the man behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, right? Vladimir Putin is one of the people who are who is benefiting the most from what's going on between Israel and Hamas. Uh, yeah, also, Bill P., so some of the weapons were Chinese too. Uh, round sites are Chinese. Sure, absolutely. And I'm sure and they, they have, they also have reasons to want to have everybody want to point. I mean, you have currently a health outbreak going on in China. We're not talking about the health outbreak going on in China as much as we probably should be. Why? Because we're talking about Israel and Gaza. The only people I really hear about talking about the health outbreak in China are the ones who are trying to, you know, fear, fear monger about, you know, xenophobes. The xenophobes want to fear monger again, you know, about that. So they're going to, they're going to use that opportunity to fear monger against Asian people again. So we'll, we'll probably, see, if that gains hold and gains traction, we'll probably start seeing more attacks against Asian Americans on top of the increased attacks against uh, Jewish Americans and Muslim Americans. Because, you know, that's how we do things in this country. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald.
No, I know, Wes. It is only the flu. But that's not going to stop the xenophobes and bigots from making it a bigger deal than it is. And they're going to, and they're going to use that again to, to it probably, you know, to try and say, this, this is why we need Trump. Trump's going to be like, this is why you need me as president, even though he was president when the virus came here in the first place. Because he ignored the warning signs, he ignored the threat, he downplayed the threat and everything like that. But, you know, again. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Donald, for the hundreds of thousands of deaths that you needlessly caused because of your inability and ineptitude to be a decent president, a decent human being in the time of crisis. So, but, you know, we had one of the things that that happened today was you had a Senate, a majority leader, Chuck Schumer, uh, gave an impassioned speech on the Senate floor uh, discussing uh, the threat, the existential threat that faces Jewish people in this country uh, and this is this is beyond you know th- this this goes into uh, issues there, there's issues going on about the military aid package to Israel there's negotiations about the, the hostages but he's you know basically bringing this up because uh, as he said one of the quotes he says the vitriol against Israel in the wake of October 7th is all all too often crossing the line into brazen and widespread anti-Semitism, the likes of which we haven't seen in generations in this country, if ever. And again, I'll make the point, and just just to emphasize the point that he's making, which is that, you know, or or highlight the point that he's trying to make, or if if if, if it's not clear what he's trying to say, which is not that you can't criticize Israel, but as I've said, many people who do try and criticize Israel about this are not adept enough in doing so without sounding anti-Semitic. And a lot of times they don't even care that they're sounding anti-Semitic. ADL, Anti-Defamation League, has recorded a nearly quadruple spike in anti-Semitic incidents since the onset of the war. Um, we've discussed a lot of that from the last week. Uh, Chuck Schumer added that because of the incidents targeting Jewish people have come alongside uh, demonstrations against Israel, uh, liberal Jewish people are feeling singled, targeted, and isolated. He specifically caught out the phrase from the river to the sea, saying it alarms Jewish people to hear it used. In many ways, we feel alone. I mean, I've been saying this for a while now. Maybe maybe Senator Schumer listens to Liberal Day and Radio talk from the left. That's right. Probably not. But, you know, a guy can dream, can't he? Uh, it was an emotional moment, as the AP reported. He told AP that he spent days over Thanksgiving writing the speech. Um, he's the highest-ranked Jewish elected official in the country's history. Um, so he, he says it's his duty to call his speech. Uh, he says it would have been a dereliction of my duty uh, to not just uh, not just to my Jewish origins, but to America, not to give the speech. Um, the October 7th attack by Hamas militants has often taken a personal toll on Schumer this week. Uh, video uh, after watching the video of atrocities committed uh, he had to sit in silence in his office for a half an hour he just sat and let it all sink in um, let me go ahead and pull this up real quick 
Let me pull this post up real quick from my Facebook. Because this came up in my memories today, November 29th of, uh, hold on, November 29th, 2018. Is when, is when I posted this. From the river to the sea is Hamas language that called for Jewish extermination in the Middle East. You can't justify it. So this is not just something that I've been saying since, since the 7th of October of this year. This is something that I've been talking about for at least five years, if not longer, and probably longer. But Facebook gave me the evidence today to show you that this is not just something that I've come up with just to counteract people who are just now trying to use this phrase to deal with this particular issue. I've been talking about from the river to the sea and how it's been used by Hamas to justify the extermination of Jewish people in the Middle East or altogether for a very long time. And... For people to be using that phrase and to be tone deaf and to just put their fingers in their ears and not want to listen to Jewish people when we tell them that the use of that language is a call for our deaths is highly problematic. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. For I understand that right-wing people are never going to listen. They won't. But when, when leftist progressive folks, they're hypocrites if they don't listen to Jewish people when we're telling them to trust us when it comes to matters of our oppression and marginalization. If they won't listen to us, then they're leftist progressives, liberals, whoever on the left, who social, anybody who's active in social justice circles, who won't listen to Jews when we're saying that this is a call for our extermination, are hypocrites. Because they will, every other time, will tell you that you should listen to marginalized and oppressed people when marginalized and oppressed people tell you something about their oppression and marginalization. But for some reason, Jews are ignored when it comes to this. They don't want to hear it. And here's one thing. You know, you will never, you'll never have peace in that area with Israeli leadership who believe that the entire area from Lebanon to the Red Sea to the Dead Sea to the Mediterranean, that all that area belongs to Israel. If, 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 you, have is, if you have Israeli leadership who believes that, the Palestinian people can never live in peace in such an area. And, and that's just a fact. So if the Israelis keep electing governments that believe that, 
and keep justifying settlements, etc., you're, you're never going to have peace. But the same is true for the Palestinian side. If you, I would say if you elect governments on the Palestinian, but they haven't had an election, what, since 2005? If you have the, the leadership, the government, the people who are ruling over the Palestinian territories, if it is their belief that the entire area, i.e. from Lebanon to the Red Sea, from the Dead Sea to the Mediterranean, i.e. from the river to the sea, if they believe that that entire area belongs to Palestinians only, and they believe that the, that the entire area should be wiped clean of Israel, then you're never going to have peace either. You can't have peace with either of those sides in control of either side. It's just not going to happen. Now, in order for the Palestinian people to have better leadership, you're going to have to do something about Hamas. Now, who can do something about Hamas? Can, can the Palestinian people rise up and overthrow Hamas, or is it going to take some external effort? Well, if it's an external effort from Israel, that's not going to look right. So you're, you're probably going to need, in reality, you're going to need an international intervention to come in and remove Hamas. Because in all likelihood, Israel is not going to be able to do it. You're going to need an international coalition. What you probably are going to have to have happen is you're going to need to have like a a Middle Eastern coalition of Arab states who whose leaders believe in peace, who whose leaders have tried to have some sort of peaceful coexistence with Israel in, in the recent present. Those nations are going to have to come in and do something about Hamas. Obviously not Iran, because they're funding Hamas. But you're going to have to have a coalition of those nations come together and do something about the Hamas problem. Because if Israel does it, they've, especially under Netanyahu, Israel has proved under Netanyahu that they can't eliminate Hamas without doing it in a way that's going to go overboard. And, but then if, if, if you manage to get rid of Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah, if you can get rid of those groups, if, if the Arab nations can clean their own house and can get rid of those terrorist groups and can clamp down on them and have Israel have some sort of sense of security within its own borders, then the people of Israel won't be voting out of fear. And, and the Likud type parties, or, and the ones that are even more extreme than Likud, will be able, won't be able to use their fear-mongering to, to keep control, and the people of Israel will probably then vote for people who are more capable of pursuing, and more willing of pursuing a two-state solution. Because I don't believe at all 
that a single state solution is, is going to work at any time in the near future. Maybe sometime in the far off future, there'll be a possibility to have a singular state uh, that combines everybody into one combined state where everybody can live in peace and harmony and you can buy the world of Coke and live in perfect harmony. But as of right now, the only solution that I can see that's tenable is a two-state solution. But the only way you get a two-state solution by getting rid of Likud and by getting rid of Hamas. And the only way you get rid of Likud is by eliminating Hamas. But you can't eliminate Hamas effectively with Likud. Israel can't do it. You need to have other people do it. So. Bill P. No one talks about or gives a damn about Palestinian Christians. I mean, it's a good point. There, there are there are Palestinian Christians who are there who who get the short end of the stick, if you will. Um, but, but that's the thing is that the the people living in Gaza underneath Hamas, Hamas believes in creating an Islamo-fascist ethno-state. That's what Hamas wants to do. If Hamas, if Hamas were to have their way and to eliminate the entire area from the river to the sea of Israel, which, by the way, like somebody had said something about um, the use of the river to the sea or whatever, and Anna Kasparian, the turf that she is, not that the turf is relevant to you, but, you know, it's always relevant, I think. Uh, she was like, no, no one seriously is, believes that, you should, that we should eliminate the state of Israel. I'm like, what? There are lots of people who believe that the state of Israel should be destroyed and eliminated. Shut up. Um, but Hamas would wipe the area clean of Israel and make an Islamo-fascist ethno-state. In which case, the Palestinian Christians would still be screwed. So, Silly Wonka. Yes, Jews don't believe in hell. That is correct. We had a we had a situation one time where I was going to go play Dungeons and Dragons, and my mom was working at Jewish Family Services in Baltimore, and my mom happened to mention that I was going off with my friends to go play Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, the two old Jewish women who worked with her uh, asked her aren't you afraid that he's going to worship the devil? And my mom was like, we're all Jewish. None of us believe in the devil. So why would I be afraid that he would go worship something that we don't believe in? All right, let's scroll back. Oh, apparently Wes has been a naughty, naughty boy. Um, Wes, calm down. Um, Jeff is still half traumatized from the people in Walmart today. I went to Walmart twice today. I actually found what I wanted to today. Um, one of the things I wanted, uh, that Disney Lorcana game that I've been talking about, um, uh, the big box release was supposed to happen Friday. Well, I know one of the people who worked for distributors and some of the cards got released early at one of the Walmarts and I happened to find out about it. So I got some cards early. Um, so... If you want to join me later, I might be doing a Twitch stream after this to open some of the cards. So you'll get more Nerdy Dan later in a surprise Nerdy Dan stream. 
There will be no Nerdy Dan stream tomorrow, though. I'm not streaming tomorrow on Nerdy Dan. This week's Nerdy Dan stream was yesterday. But tonight is an extra Nerdy Dan stream. So you get, as we say in New Orleans, lanyard. Um, let's see. The Walmart parking lot here only sells donuts. What? Donuts in a parking lot? Nice. Cecily Walker, sorry, I am Jewish. I've contributed to ADL. I don't trust his current management. I mean, ADL is a little bit conservative for my liking, but I think they're a little bit better than stop clocks, if that makes sense, if that if that statement makes sense. Usually a stop clock is right twice a day. I think they're more correct than a stop clock. Um Damn, Wes, you've been a really bad boy tonight. Um, Jeff, Jeff says he'll he's too doesn't know enough about the uh, Israeli. Uh, Israeli topic is ignorant about it and the way I talk surely if be offended by accident or make a funny dirty comment that'll that'll lighten up the mood silly <laughs> um, uh, all of Israel's neighbors are economic hellhole supported by who supported by who or supported by the WHO like or is that going to be is that going to get into like a who's on first discussion uh <laughs> Jeff, Aaron, I am under strict orders not to tell anyone that he finished second at Junior Idol in Montana as an Elvis impersonator when he was five. My lips are sealed, Jeff. I'm not going to tell anybody that your son finished second at a Junior Idol uh, in uh, Montana as an El- Montana or Missouri. Is that Missouri? That's Missouri as an Elvis impersonator when he was five. Um, so everybody else. <laughs> Silly Wonka, I gave the ADL money a few years ago, and they must have 10 times what I gave them in mailings trying to get me to donate more. <laughs> and you'd think they'd be better than that. At, well, sorry. that's that's. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a Jewish person making a stereotypical joke, so maybe I'm allowed. So, Jeff Curry, to a point, I will I will encourage you to make some dirty comments. Uh, double entendres, perhaps. I've made some. So follow my lead, I should say. Hey, Elizabeth, what's going on? I got a call from from some party from some some group. It was like an unsolicited call from some group saying, "Hey." Don't you know that Biden, I guess, in 2020, so consider donating to us and we'll donate around everything. Where they lost me was that some of the money that I would donate would be donated to the to the, the state Democratic Party. I'm like, no, my money going to the state Democratic Party when it's under the control of Katie Bernhardt? No, that's that. Not one bit. I'm like, if I'm going to donate to the Joe Biden campaign... I'm going to donate to the Joe Biden campaign specifically. 
I'm not going to donate to some other group so they can funnel money around and do shenanigans with it. And who knows what? I mean, I'll donate to the Joe Biden campaign. And, I'm, and furthermore, I'm not going to donate to a call on an unsolicited phone call. It's stupid. I'm never going to donate money on an unsolicited phone call. Uh, Elizabeth, what if Israelis and Palestinians had dual citizenship in each other's countries? Then it would be like Inception or something. I don't know. Um, Jeff Curry, honestly, I still don't know enough about it to make dirty comments, but the wheels are turning. Just, again, follow my lead. Just listen to what I say, and if anything comes up that potentially causes a potential dirty comment or double entendre to come forth, and if I don't say it, just pick up my slack. (laughs) Yes, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. Demodox, what I don't get is how all the same anti-Semitic people who are applauding the Jews will not replace us, tiki torch Nazis defending the illegal actions of the nation of Israel. Well, here's the thing, like, what was it, Richard Spencer, the Nazi that got punched? Um, he supports the right of Israel to exist, um, not because of the normal right-wing, right, right-wing evangelical reason of supporting Israel to exist, um, because, because he wants, because they believe, because right-wing evangelicals believe that you need enough Jews over there for the end times to be triggered. Uh, but he wants the state of Israel to exist because he believes in the idea. He believes in the in the ultra 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 Zionist idea that the entire thing should just be a from the he believes in the entire area Zionist idea from Lebanon to Dead, Red Sea Dead Sea to Mediterranean should be all Jewish, all Israel, no Palestinian, and it should just be a singular. Jewish state for two reasons. He supports it, A, because he wants all the Jews to go live there, A, and B, uh, because then by doing, by, by supporting that, and by that being okay, then he can create a white Christian, white Christo-fashion state here by basically making Gilead. So that's, that's why Nazis support Israel, because they could shove all the Jews over there. It reminds me of the genie in the lamp a joke. Three people, four people are walking along the beach. A black person, a Mexican, a Jewish person, and a, pro- a white Protestant, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant or what. Uh, they find a lamp and they rub it and a genie pops out of the lamp. And the genie says, look, normally I would, I would grant the one person who finds my lamp three wishes, but because the four of you found my lamp, I will grant each of you one wish. And so he turns, the genie turns to the Mexican person and the Mexican person says, I would like all of the Mexican people to be able to go back to our homeland and to be able to learn our heritage and culture, and I never want to see another bigot again. And the genie snaps his fingers, and poof, the Mexican disappears. And the black person nods and says, great, I would love all of, of the black people to be able to go back to Africa and to be able to study our, our heritage and culture, and I never want to have to see another bigot again. Snaps his fingers, poof, and the black person disappears. Looks at the Jewish person. The Jewish person's like, all right, 
I want all the Jewish people to be able to return to Israel. And I want to be able, us to all be able to study our heritage and culture. And I never want to see another bigot again. Snaps his finger. Poof. Jewish person disappears. He, he looks at the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant and, and he goes, Wait, so let me get this straight. The blacks are gone, the Jews are gone, and the Mexicans are gone? The genie goes, yeah. He goes, I'll have a Diet Coke. That's that's the reason why Richard Spencer supports Israel. It's because he wants all of the Jews over there. Are you singing the Beatles Wefts? What's going on, Cynthia? Wait, Kissinger croaked? Is that new news? He made it to a hundred and then he then he died. He died somehow. Oh, there you go. Henry Kissinger's dead. Breaking news from who announced it. Hey Alarasia, good to see you. Um Aaron says, read my lips. Okay. Um, no way that man is already preserved. <laughs> Silamaka, I have one house rep for my entire state. She is Jewish and two senators, one of which is Jewish, Bernie Sanders. I don't meet anti-Semites. I mean... Mazel tov. I've met I've met enough for for you for you and I combined. Let's just say, I mean, when I dated my last girlfriend before I met my wife, she you know she told one of the people at her mom's church that she was living with a Jewish person. She was like, you live with a Jew? Like, so disgusted that that she dared live with a Jew. Oh my goodness. Terrible person. Um, anywho. <laughs> All hell. Ding dong. Ding dong. The witch is dead. The wicked witch. The wicked witch. Ding dong. The wicked witch is dead. Ding dong, the cherry Sing it high. Sing it low. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, so so earlier, so we were talking about the Chuck Schumer speech earlier. I was going to play it all, but pretty much uh, we've pretty much pretty much covered what it said and, and what I wanted to say about it, especially with the whole, you know, I've been talking about the whole river to the sea thing for a while now and how it's not a good phrase and how it's been used for a while now as as a call to exterminate jewish people and it's just it's just enraging to me that leftists will embrace the term and not listen to us jewish people when we're being oppressed when we're being when we're being when we're being when calls are being made for our extermination, 
But again, nobody listens to us when we make when when we try and point out that people are trying to kill us. It's a tale as old as time. Like, it makes me want to write a parody about Beauty and the Beast. Maybe call it Jews or Love the Least. I don't know. My Jews are love the least. So. Jeff Ding Dong reminds me of my ex-mom in Lost Funeral. Oh, one thing I forgot to talk about in the in the show description that I didn't want to talk about before we get to the topic of hostages and prisoners. Um, is the funeral of Mrs. Carter. And frankly, I was surprised that when they announced that she died before Jimmy Carter, I was like, I thought he was in hospice. I thought he was at home hospice care. Like, how the hell did she die before Jimmy Carter? Like, wasn't she, like, it didn't make any sense. But he's still alive, and he looks terrible, obviously, because he's in hospice or whatever. But, um... People were being, being real. I mean, people were being really petty about the whole thing. Like when it was announced, I'll raise you. I listen to you, Dan. I appreciate. It. I all of y'all listen to me. I mean, y'all listen to me. But it's just the the people who are out there chanting, all the leftists out there chanting from the river to the sea, and not wanting to listen to Jewish people who who are saying, look. They want to kill us. And they're like, la, 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 we're not listening. Anyway. Um, like, when they announced that she, she basically said, I want all the first ladies there. And so we saw Michelle Obama. We saw... Hillary Clinton, we saw Dr. Biden, uh, we saw Helsha, and then and we saw um, Melania. And I was like, what? Melania showed up? Holy crap. I was actually shook that she showed up. And I was impressed that she showed up. Good for her. Good for Melania Trump for showing up. Like, good she did something good and you should applaud and you should you should you should take the time and be like like, when people do the right thing appreciate when they do the right thing like back when Jindal was governor he rarely did the right thing but when he did the right thing I would be like I would make it a point to say Bobby Jindal did the right thing you know when the one two or three things that Donald Trump did that I agreed with in the entirety of his presidency, like the right to try law about certain medicines for people. Like I agreed with that. Like I'll say when I agree with certain things, like sometimes that's part of the way you build bridges with people. I mean, I don't expect to ever build a bridge with Donald Trump ever, but like with that's putting out when other people do things that you can agree with is, is the way to try and mend fences. But like, who cares that Melania didn't wear a black dress? Like, why is that a big deal? Like, I saw many other people there who weren't wearing all black. Like, shut up. 
I think there are more things to be worried about than whether or not she was wearing the right clothing for the event. At least she wasn't wearing the I don't care jacket. Like, there are more things to be concerned about than what she was wearing. It's, she wasn't on the red carpet at the Emmys or the Grammys or the Academy Awards or whatever award show. She wasn't at an award show. It wasn't Joan or Melissa Rivers or anybody else who does those shows now looking, saying, who are you wearing? It wasn't that. It's a funeral. She showed up. And Michelle Obama apparently drew the short straw and had to sit next to her. But she she showed up. Good for her. I try to be, Valerie. I try to be very generous, even when I even when I don't feel like it. I try and be very generous, and I, I just I just don't feel the I don't just why like I, I like people are just like what what's the other thing today that just kind of just like why are people making a big deal out of like. Oh, that was that guy that was finally caught who murdered, like, several, like, prostitutes, and they finally caught him. And I think Peacock made a deal with his wife, and for, like, a million dollars for, like, her part of the story. I think he was the breadwinner. I don't think she worked. So now he's going to prison, probably. And so she made a deal with them to to for, to do to I guess give her part of the story and sell them her part of the story for a million bucks. And some people are like, "Oh, how horrible of her! She's making money off of the deaths of these families' loved ones." I'm like. She was married to a monster and didn't know it. She had no clue, most likely, as far as as far as anybody knows at this point in time, she had no idea that her husband was a monster, that she married a monster. Now, if it ter- comes out that she didn't know and she was an accomplice, well, then they could sue her ass for that money. But until we know that that point, then she she had no clue that her husband was a monster, and. Now, instead of being supported by her husband, she's screwed financially. Why wouldn't she try? And, you know, if, 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 if she has a story to tell about her part of it, about what she went through with it, why shouldn't she get a little bit of money out of it? The families should also sell that part of the story and, and get a little money out of it to help them you know, pay for funeral expenses, pay for everything, you know, whatever. It doesn't bring them back, but at least it'll help you with something. But to, to, to attack this woman who's dealing with the fact that her husband is a monster, like, 
it just seems to me to be overly just overly ridiculous. Like like and it's like the lawyers on on TV like trying to make it a big deal. Like she's making money off the like she's trying to. She's she's trying to you know situate herself so maybe she can have you know somewhat of a life and not be in the poorhouse for the rest of her life because her murdering husband turned out to be somebody that she didn't think that he was that she didn't realize that he was. It doesn't make any sense to attack her for the fact that her husband was a monster and that she needs to find a way to survive now. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not thinking about anything. Maybe I'm not thinking about everything correctly, but just maybe there's something I'm not considering, and you're more than welcome to bring it up. But it just seems odd to me to to attack this woman for trying to do – I mean, of course – I said, well, she could get a million dollars, and then she could put it in the bank, and then she could just live off the interest, which is a, which is a callback to our, one of our best Disney World stories, which was we're sitting there on a, on a bus to Disney World from a, one of the resorts, which is me and my wife at the time, and the whole thing started off with this guy behind us going, man, I don't want to go to prison, and we're just sitting there like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing, and then like the, the guy, same guy is like, Man, all you need is a million dollars. You just put it in the bank and you just live off the interest, like fifty thousand a year. And then it's like, yeah, but you got to pay taxes. And then, and the guy goes, they tax you on that. And so that was one of the best things ever. So we always say they tax you on that. So, so as soon as they said she got a million dollars, I looked at my wife and was like, yeah, all she needs is that million dollars, and she could just put it in the put it in the savings account and just live off the interest. And then she goes, they tax you on that. So it was funny. Anywho. Have a good one, Bill. Um, Wait, there were idiots protesting outside the funeral? I didn't even notice that. What were they protesting, Elizabeth? Um, to Jeff Curry, I wonder if Melania would be a better person if Donnie was gone. I think everybody would be a better person if Donnie was gone. <laughs> it's very well possible that his own kids might be better people if his if if he was gone because they're they may very well be performative just to just to do a little you know song and dance just to make Daddy happy. But maybe if Daddy were to uh, maybe they would be like. Now I don't have to keep this act up anymore. Probably not. They're probably still the same. They'd probably still be the same pieces of crap. But you never know. Um, Demonox from the mountains, from the mountains to the sea, or from the river to the sea, was was not anti-Semitic. The swastika was not anti-Semitic. Funny thing about both those things, their origin—it's not their origin that matters. Exactly. Exactly. Dead on, as I, I've been quoting Mona Lisa Vito a lot recently. Dead on balls accurate, right there. Absolutely, one hundred percent right, and I've made that point before. So, um, bicycle Mike, did you see Amy Carter reading a letter from Jimmy Dore? I mean, I tried to see it, and I was tearing up a little bit during it. But yeah, I was watching a good chunk of it. Um, I cracked up at the 
at the was it the grandson who was like uh who thanks the thanks the first ladies for bringing their husbands or at least those who did bring their husbands um that was hilarious too the the free palestine crowd was was protesting outside the funeral uh, see this is why there, there are places to do these things and places not to do these things. The funeral of Rosalind Carter is not the place to do that thing. <clears throat> and I believe in a free Palestine. I have no problem with the statement of free Palestine in a vacuum. There are places and times to not say it. Outside her funeral was one. Uh, there are some places like on TikTok, like they'll, they'll they'll be Jewish creators on TikTok who'll be like maybe posting something about, oh, here's a video about uh, Rosh Hashanah, or here's a video about, here, I'm making some matzo ball soup. Here's how I make matzo ball soup. And somebody will come in and be like, free Palestine. And it's like, why are you saying free Palestine? I'm, I'm not, this is a video about me making matzo ball soup. Like, that is anti-Semitic. But... The idea of a free Palestine is not anti-Semitic because free, a free Palestine in and of itself is not a call for the genocide of Jewish people. But now that Hamas has embraced the term and used it to, as a call for the genocide of Israeli people and Jewish people as a whole, can't unring the bell. Cannot unring that bell. So... Hostages versus prisoners. Hey, look, I did it the right way this time. Um, long enough, right? That's what you said? There you go, Jeff. Um, so, some people are out there saying that, including Chuck Younger, that what Israel and Palestine, Hamas are doing right now are hostage swaps. And here comes pedantry Dan. Or maybe it's semantic Dan. Maybe I'm anti-semantic. No, that's not a typo. I meant anti-semantic, not anti-Semitic. Because um, I'm play on words. And... Clearly, the people that were taken by Hamas were hostages. They came across the border, they kidnapped them, and they, take, they took them back across the border. Clearly hostages. Were the people that Israel traded for those hostages hostages or prisoners? Some people would say hostages. Some people would say prisoners. My argument is that the grand majority of them would rightly be called prisoners, but with a large caveat of their prisoners in as much as, I think, it may be, or maybe it's a better way to call them detainees. Maybe, maybe prisoners isn't the right term. Maybe detainees is the right word. Maybe, maybe it's not hostages is correct. Maybe prisoners is correct. Maybe detainees is correct. Because looking at Al Jazeera's website, 
and I'll, I'll, I'll give a I'll give a link so that everybody can look at what I am looking at. Um, and Al Jazeera is even calling them prisoners, but I would say in the title at least, and they're not. Al Jazeera is not calling them hostages. Al Jazeera is calling them prisoners. But and and I and I was even. Talking to Demonox earlier today, I was saying prisoners, and and I literally just now said, well, maybe prisoners isn't right either. Maybe detainees is the correct word. So let's talk about it. And as we talking, as we are talking it out, and that's a lot of things that happens here live on Liberal Day and Radio. Sometimes I will come to realizations live on the like there was one time where. Like I did, I did a live coming to terms with activism or something where I was reading in one of the rulings and the ruling about the Trump and his civil case about uh, his sexual abuse of E. Jean Carroll. Um, and I didn't understand why she would view one thing as worse than the other thing. And then I was like, oh, and I worked it out in my head live on the air. Anywho, so here's, here's, as Palestinian prisoners were being released last week, Israel imposed a ban on celebrations by their family members. Expressions of joy are equivalent to backing terrorism. Stupid, again. We all pretty much agree, I think, in the chat that Netanyahu's administration, that the, the people in charge of Israel are dumbasses, they're extremist conservatives, and they're terrible and bad. That's bad. That's, a, that's a, one example of horrible Likud being horrible. Um, Israel has presented and imprisoned Palestinians as terrorists and has subjected many of the detainees to abuse. Of the 300 Palestinian women and children whom Israel has identified for potential release as part of the humanitarian pause between Israel and Hamas, 80% were not even formally charged. So I've kind of likened this to like the people at Gitmo where we held them and we never really even charged them. And even if they were charged, we were going to put them through military tribunals and not through our criminal court process. If we had evidence against them, we weren't going to let their attorneys see the evidence because if we let their attorneys see the evidence, we would be opening them up to seeing classified secrets or whatever. Um, so so these, these Palestinian detainees as I'm right now calling them, uh, are, are being held, um, and they're being held under a, as Al Jazeera is calling it, a quasi-judicial process known as administrative detention, under which Palestinians are initially jailed for six months, and their detentions can be repeatedly extended for an indefinite period without charge or trial, which is BS. It should not be allowed to happen. It should be considered a human rights violation. There should be a requirement for them to be able to, um, if to use our parlance or use legal parlance that we would use, and maybe other countries that would use it to submit a writ of habeas corpus and be able to say, hey, I should be able to be free from prison, or I should be able to, you know, I should be able to to have charges, formal charges put against me or be released. Uh, most Palestinians, including children, are tried in military courts and handed lengthy sentences in what critics call shame military trials. Because in these cases, Palestinians are deprived of defense lawyers and due process. In comparison, Israeli citizens are tried in civil courts, highlighting a two-tier justice system that discriminates against Palestinians. Again, one way that we're, that's 
bad. Now, again, this is this is this is not saying that Israeli Arabs, Israeli citizens who are Arabs or not Jews get the get the civil courts. But if you're a Palestinian citizen and you're charged with these crimes, you're not even charged with these crimes. You're in, you're you're dealing with these quasi-judicial processes. Um, and apparently they've spiked since like ridiculous amounts, like in 2022, according to the chart on the page, it was at like 800 and now it's all the way up to 2000. Who's on the list? The vast majority of the Palestinians, 223, 233 prisoners out of the 300 on Israel's release, release list have not been formally charged and were held as administrative detainees. An overwhelming majority of them are children. The youngest is 14. Now, yes, technically, people between the ages of 14 and 17 are children. Um, I think the use of children at that point is, is, is a little bit... I think they could have just said they're teenagers and just let it be at that. Because when you say the majority of them are children, that makes maybe some people believe that you're going like they're five-year-olds sitting there in jail. Maybe, I don't know, but maybe just say teenagers. If I was the editor, I would have been like, just say teenagers. That, that makes a similar point without allowing for people to be like, there are 10-year-olds sitting in prison in this group. Now, there are people later on in the article who have been as young as nine in these, in these jails and who have been under these conditions, so, and that's terrible. And obviously, they shouldn't be in those those conditions. Um, so again, and Israel should be rightly criticized for doing this. There should be there should be condemnation for Israel doing this, there should be the right of people to have a day in court if they're charged with crimes, even if those crimes are terrorism. And I've said that for crimes of terrorism in this country since 2001, and I'll continue to say this now. I've said that for the last almost, well, I guess I've, I've been saying that for the last 22 years at this point that even if you're accused of terrorism, you should be tried in a criminal court and not in a military tribunal. So I've been consistent on that point from that day, from, from, from the moment that they started putting people in Gitmo till now, I, I will, I will be consistent on that point from now to the end of time. But I, I don't think that I would label the people who were detained at Gitmo hostages. I still think I would label them detainees or prisoners. I don't believe I would label them hostages at this. Even, even now, I don't think I would label them hostages. Um, hell, even America, it, when it comes to like, we're, we've done terrible jobs when it comes to the people who have crossed into this country when they've had hearings for children who are undocumented and like we've done, we've not given them proper due process with their hearings either. Like we've done a shit job with that. I mean, 
and I've been critical of how we've handled that here as well. So make no mistake, Israel's not the only country to not give children due process. I think this article has tried to make some point now this now this one is that Palestinian children are the only children in the world who are systematically prosecuted in military courts, and that's stupid to prosecute children in military courts. But Israel is not the only country in the world to not give children due process. There are lots of countries in the world, including our own, that don't give that get, that that don't treat where, where children are not citizens. And they're not given due process. We don't give non-citizen children here who are who are here, um, like either seeking asylum or who are undocumented. We don't give them due process either, and that's wrong too. So Israel's not alone in that, and everyone, every nation on the planet that denies children uh, a qualified attorney due process in hearings, etc., should be condemned for doing so. It's not just, don't just condemn Israel. And that's kind of rolls back to if we're only condemning Israel and not condemning other people, not condemning other countries, it sometimes harkens back to why is that the case? anti-Semitism, you decide. Elizabeth, hostage implies pawns in exchange for political or financial purposes. That's also another good point. Um, Israel is not detaining these people for political or financial purposes, they're, they're, they're not, or they're not detaining them to try and trade them for their people like Hamas is. Hamas is detaining them for these specific reasons. Which brings up an interesting question. I don't think I brought this up last week or last, last Monday. And I was, it's a math question and it's a it's a value of a human question and it's a is this anti-semitism or anti-palestinian like i'm 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 wavering back and forth on this as to how i should interpret this my initial gut feeling is if israel is being required Demonach, wait, hold on. Before I get to that point, detaining them just to detain them forever because their ethnicity is worse. Different. I don't know if on the levels of worse or not. Kidnapping I mean they're all horrible. I don't know if we should be playing Olympics as to which one was worse or not. They're all bad. Let's just put it that way. Um, anyway, back to my original point. In all of these swaps of hostages to uh, detainees 
and, and we're going to just call it that. We're just going to call it that from now on. Hamas's hostages and Israeli detainees. It's always multiple detainees for one hostage. How do you view that in the terms of how we're viewing the worth of the people being swapped? Is it is it that is it unfair and anti-Semitic to the Israelis that in order to get back a singular Jewish person that we have to make the sacrifice and give back multiple people? Is that anti-Semitic to say that we have to give back multiple people just so we can get back one person? Is that something that's anti-Semitic? Or the other way of looking at it, this is where I'm torn, is, is it Hamas devaluing its own people by saying, we will give you one Jewish person for multiple of ours? Is it, is it them saying that we don't care a, a lot? Is it them admitting that they don't care enough for their own people that they're willing to give one Israeli person for multiple of theirs? Like, I don't know. I've not come to a conclusion on that. Thank you, Steve, for showing up. Appreciate you, as always. Um, real quick, before anybody goes, before we answer that question, I do want to say one thing. I did determine two ways on helping the show. Or I did talk about ways to help the show. One way would be to go to sleep watching a long video. I thought maybe a good way to help the show would be to go to sleep watching a playlist. Like if you turned on the playlist of all of the live streams and then you just let that run all night. And I basically just let it run all night and into the day. But apparently uh, if you do that, only the first video counts. So, so that doesn't help doing the playlist. But the first video counts. But here's the other thing. You can't do it and have the video on mute. The video has to have some sound playing in order for it to count as an actual video that counts towards live listening hours. So if you want to help the show by increasing the overall number of listen to hours to get me up to the, the, the extra 300 that I need to get me to the 3,000 that I need for the last year, and you want to like maybe put your computer on or put a laptop on or let, let, let one of your devices play a liberal band video as you're going to sleep, find one of my three hour videos uh, that you've, you know, maybe you haven't watched before or whatever. Find one of my three hour videos, maybe a longer one, find my longest video, hit play, make sure it's not on mute. Maybe put it in the other room or something and just let it run. And then you'll get, you'll get a four hour play. Demonox. Objectively, it's because they know Israel cares more about their own people than they do of Palestinians.
But I think Israel, Israel would prefer to swap one for one, obviously. But Israel has swapped like 500 or something for one at one point. So, but again, is that is that something that's a statement that's is forcing Israel to do that something that's unfair to Israel, or is 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 it something that I don't know? I'm having a hard time trying to to put my finger on exactly where that is. What's up, Kim Chi? What's up, P Dubs? How's it going? How are both of you? See, if I only have six Boston cream donuts and you have 300 strawberry frosted donuts and you want all six Boston cream donuts, I'm going to ask for 12 strawberry frosted per Boston cream. But donuts are people. (laughs) (coughs) Hey, Bicycle Mike, I don't know if I said hi to you yet, but hey. Um, I'm not blue. I'm happy. I'm blue. Da dum dee da dum da 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 dum dee da 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 da. There you go, Jeff. You got it. You found one. You found us something I can't put my finger on. See, I knew you had it in you. There's another one. Throwing up the softball to Jeff. Uh, Elizabeth got new meds, getting woozy, better go. Have a good night, Elizabeth. Thank you for joining us always. Uh, donuts aren't people, but that's the idea. You ask for more as much as you can get, I guess. So I'm, am I just looking too much into it then? Am I trying to, am I trying to find more meaning into it as it is? Is this just a simple matter of negotiation, i.e. you're at the bargaining table and you're trying to get as much as you can from the bargaining table so because Hamas has less resources to negotiate with than Israel does, then that's why they're doing what they're doing. Is that all that there is? Is that all that? Hey, Trucker John. Um, is that all? Is that basically I'm, I'm making too much out of it? I'm trying to make too much of a big deal out of something that I shouldn't be. And that's fine that if I am. It's, it's not the first time I've made a mountain out of a molehill or whatever, but. You know. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. It just for some reason rubbed me the wrong way when they announced the, the multi, one for multiple. And it's like, it just doesn't seem right. But none of it is right. So I guess it's hard to make something right out of things that are already so wrong. I guess it's I guess it's ne- you're never going to find anything right out of what's going on when what's going on is already just a whole bunch of wrong. It's like looking for a pearl in a pile of dog crap. I guess that's 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 right. That's that's my mistake. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find I'm trying to find pearl a pearl in a pile of crap. Um Devinox, you're on the spectrum as well, I guarantee. Of course, your brain is looking for every possible angle. Your brain likes to work. I mean, I'm guaranteed that 
I pretty much have undiagnosed ADHD, that's for certain. Uh, because every single time somebody shares a meme, like, this is, and they'll be like, this is a ADHD brain does. And then they'll be like, this is me, my ADHD brain does this. And I'll be like, huh, that's interesting. I do that too. And so many of those show up and I'll be like, huh. That's me to a T. I do that as well. I do that as well. And so many have popped up. I've been like, huh. And then there was one one time we were at Cider. And like somebody was talking about like how she took a five-hour energy and got sleepy. And me and somebody else at the same time were like, you must have ADHD. And she was like, what? Like, I was about to go get tested for it in a week or two. How did y'all know? I was like, because it happens to us. And we're not diagnosed, but it happens. So, because that's actually what happens to me. Um, I I will take a five-hour energy while driving and then get tired. Because most caffeine... Uh, most caffeine uh, supplements and stuff sometimes will not make me more awake. It'll make me sleepy. There's one that won't, and I talk about it on my Nerdy Dan podcast. Go to nerdydan.com, click on the image that starts with a D. I, if I talk about it too much, I might have to put a warning on my show. Um, <laughs> I talk, I'll talk about it on Nerdy Dan. Um, I was tested for autism spectrum. They said I'm just introverted and emotional. I could go emotional, baby. Good reminder from Jolie. Do a show reset. Liberal Blade Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. One Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central here on liberalbladeradio.com. Uh, you can uh, also watch videos anytime you want here on YouTube. Liberalbladeradio.com is the easiest way to get to the YouTube channel. Um, liking and commenting on videos is the best way to drive the algorithms up there to get more people to come to the channel and watch more stuff. I need about 300 more hours of watch time over the last, uh, actually it's about 350 more hours or so of watch time above what I've averaged over the last 365 days in order for me to get um, memberships and super chats rolling. So uh, if you want to help with that, the best way to do that is to like, you know, Turn on a video, a long video, before you go to sleep. Um, you can also help the show by uh, becoming a patron, patreon.com slash liberaldan or patreon.liberaldan.com. You can buy me a cider, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio, or you can also Venmo me, <laughs> liberaldan on Venmo, just do friends and family. Um Jeff Curry, it'd be fun to do a show with Dan. When he misses an extra gutter comment, we could walk behind and say it and walk away. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, it would just be, have Jeff call in. I just imagine, like, have Jeff call in as a caller and then just have him do, like, a, that's what she said every time I make a comment that, that calls for it. <laughs> P-Dubs, got my Christmas cookie cutters for my dog biscuits today. That's awesome. How are the dog biscuits coming? How is the business coming? Is, 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 are they selling well? I'm hoping they're selling well since you were able to invest in Christmas cookie cutters. Um, 
it's funny that the last night of Hanukkah, I'm going to be back at Disney World, so I'm going to wear my uh, menorah, it's lit shirt for Hanukkah. So that's going to be funny. Um, Jeff, the gutter translator. <laughs> Jeff, the quicker picker upper. I don't know. Um, but one of the things, though, um, dealing with the anti-Semitism and the folks who are detained and all that other fun stuff, not that it's fun, is you have supermodel Gigi Hadid uh, claimed that uh, Israel uh, had uh, detained a child, um, Ahmed Mansara, at the age of 13, um, and used this person uh, as as in an attempt to try and discredit and attack Israel for bad actions. And while Israel has done bad actions, uh, Ahmed Mansara stabbed a 13-year-old boy and a police officer in East Jerusalem. So, and then had to then go backtrack and apologize, basically saying that uh, she did not do uh, fact-checking before um before posting what she posted so that's what happens when you 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 post about things and you don't bother checking the things so as some people might say you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself Let's see how nerd halen is coming to dallas for new year's eve Ooh. maybe i'll look into that we will see what day is New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve is Monday. I don't know if I'm off that Tuesday or not. We'll see. We'll see if I can make that trip. I'll know I'll be off the Monday. I don't know if I'll be off the Tuesday or the Friday, or the Friday considering how work goes. Um, but we'll see. I'll try. I'll try and make it up there. This Wes. Unmuted? Really, truly? Sure, why not? Hey. hey I mean buddy. You, you you've yeah. been you've been shut down a lot in the chat, but I'm I'm gonna have faith in you that you're gonna behave and if you're not I can always hang up on you. So Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You have no faith in nothing. I had faith in you. I I I I uh I unmuted you. So there you go. Me you unmuting you. Well, me. first first of all, I recognized your phone number, so I knew it was you without even looking Eight, at the chat one, seeing that five. you were there. Yes, I knew it was you, so I remembered it was you. That's how much I care about you. A and B, <laughs> I unmuted you. So there you go. There you see. Okay. All right. I won't say you're a whore. <laughs> Good. Although I might be. What's up? Okay. <laughs> Everybody in New Orleans, I know. All right, hold on. Wait. They're saying they can't hear you. Hold on. Let me. I might have. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think they might be able to hear you now. Can you hear Can me? They... Can you hear me? Can you hear me? They should be able to hear you now, I think. I, for Somehow the desktop audio nah. went really Sorry. Kimchi, puff, puff, pass. Um, I love Kimchi. She blocks me all the time. 
baseball because sometimes you misbehave and you're a bad boy. Smug kimchi. I don't like. Enough. Enough with the cursing. I'm sorry. Don't tattoo your face. What? Don't tattoo your face. Uh, I don't plan on it. I'm sorry. It is ugly. I don't plan on getting a face tattoo. I don't have any tattoos at the moment, so. War paint and makeup are fine. I've done it myself. But okay. don't put permanent tattoos on, on your face or your neck. Okay. I don't like it on your lower arms. I'm sorry. I just don't. Demonox. He may very. What if you? What have you imbibed tonight? <laughs> I have had a little vodka. I've had um, just a little blueberry, blueberry um, CBD and THC. It is right. wonderful. Don't ask me because I ain't gonna tell you what I've been drinking. All right, Wes. <laughs> I love you, Danny. I love you too, Wes. The pipes are calling from oh, Glen to Glen. I'm not <laughs> Bill, Bill, I'm getting drunk just <laughs> Oh, and down the mountainside. Hi, we're going to start singing some Irish songs here. On Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. That's right. You're going to start making me talk in an Irish accent, lad. a little better if you want to be, if you want to be true. <laughs> true. You're going to make me go on to kiss the Blarney Stone. Apparently it's not a good idea to kiss the Blarney Stone. Blarney. Apparently, people kiss on the, apparently people kiss on their Blarney Stone, so it's not a good idea to kiss it. <laughs> nah. Lick it. No, definitely don't want to do that if people, are, if people are peeing on it. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> well, you know, You're I'm not going to kink shame anybody, but, you know. No. What's his name? Jimmy Jordan. He loves the yellow. I thought that was Trump who liked the yellow. And, and with the Russian and hookers and all that stuff. From my song. From my, uh, what yeah. do you call it? From my Will Fight Back parody of Hamilton. And don't forget the P-tape. Anyway. Hire the, the Russian hookers. In Be Soviet Russia, hooker fees are new. Anywho. <laughs> Anything else to add? Exactly. You and I think too much alike. And you're some Jewish fat guy. (laughs) That's why I have my fat man rants. I love you anyway. Well, I appreciate it, Wes. Anything else? For I mute you back again? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you, Wes. Glad to have glad to have you as always. Appreciate you. I'm reading the chat, and I love all of them, too. 
and some of them I've been fighting with a little bit. So I don't, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, but fuck you, bitches. Oh, Jesus, Wes, enough. (laughs) All right, that's Wes, everybody. Oh, Wes. Gotta love him just the same. Anywho. Let's see, P-Dubs. Yeah, P-Dubs, you definitely need to have some sort of website uh, to hawk your wares. Uh, you should be able to set something up rather cheaply. Um, email me, and if I remember, it, if I remember, I can probably help you set that up. Um, yes, Demonox, West, West calls are often intriguing, to say the least. <laughs> Um, you should be able to potentially do it via PayPal. Like you might be able to set up your a PayPal account to to do the sales or something like that. I, I haven't done that in a while, but. You should be able to do PayPal or some other sites to be able to do it or find some other sort of free way to do it. Uh, but yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll try and give you, I'll try and give you some initial, initial help, initial setup help as possible. Um, maybe do it on, on, on some, some, whatchamacallit page. I'm blanking off the top of my head. Ugh. Blanking off the top of my head. Wes's, Wes's uh, THC just went through the phone lines and got to my brain. That's what happened. <laughs> you see, what happened was, um, what else? What else am I talking about? Chuck Schumer, pedantic for whatever, hostages, prisoner swaps. Got a bunch of that talked about. You know what we haven't done in a while? Unless there's any complaints about it. We haven't done one of the um unraveling toxic masculinity deals does anybody have a problem with the unraveling toxic masculinity stuffs I mean, we can talk about other things if, if 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 enough people have a problem with it we can we can we can go over it but ooh, there was this one with mia khalifa i think this one this one is the one i wanted to go over with i had wanted to oh wait someone else called wait someone else called Ooh. Someone's calling on Skype, which means they're calling from Blog Talk Radio, which means if you have access to YouTube, um, head on over to liberaldanradio.com, which is the link to the YouTube channel, and just let us know who you are and where you're from first before we go ahead and take your call. Um because that's the way we screen call. Oh, you hung up. <laughs> Apparently the person did not want to be call screened. <laughs> Apparently, maybe we're going to get another fish stick call. Who knows? I don't, can I pick you up, Wes? I don't know. Might have a bad back. 
All right, hold on a second. Let me make sure that, that yeah, that's blanked off. So let us open up this. We're going to skip. Wow, that's very loud to me. Very loud for me. Ooh, this is a 10-minute video. This is going to be a long one, a long one to react to. Let's... Read my lips. To, oh. <laughs> What's up with the read my lips thing, Aaron? I, I'm 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 missing something. I think I am missing something. You weigh less than two thousand pounds. Well, that's good for you. All right. Ooh, this is an example of the whatever podcast that has another dude on it for once. Amazing. All right. Where am I? I guess let's put me in the center. And where we want to put the Venmo. Put the Venmo in the corner. Where do we want to put the buy me a coffee? Put the buy me a coffee over the whatever thing. <laughs> She thinks men. All right, so all right. So after a while, we are back to finally doing another one of these uh, unraveling toxic masculinity, and this is another example from the uh, whatever podcast. And in this one. Uh, they are apparently dating, uh, talking about whether or not, um, whether or not men would want to date Mia Khalifa, who is a former porn star. Um, and of course, what would the whatever podcast be without the blue-haired sex doll in the back? Um, but you have the regular dude from the whatever podcast, then you have this other dude next to him. It looks like um, his version from Wish. And then, of course, your general collection of various women who either will agree or disagree with them on, on various issues just to have a debate. Uh, where's Jeff? Where's the, the dolls? You don't see the dolls right in the middle of the screen, like behind the woman in white uh, who's in the middle. So P-dubs, this looks like an excuse to get all these women to be there with two guys. Well, I mean, generally speaking, like what these, they like, I think they just want to have all the women there so they could like, you know, try and talk over them. Like the, the more women they can talk over, I think the better they, the better they feel that they are. They feel like they're better people because, hey, I get to talk over more women. Yay. Although some of the women who are there are on their side. Um <laughs> kimchi some of them look pretty fake like the doll well the doll is clearly fake um so uh you might very well be on the line but we're not taking call we're not going back to any calls at the moment because this is going to be a 10 minute video that we're going to whatever oh you're looking at the table uh you don't have to call back west we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna just do this for us for a smidge but anyway the whatever podcast she thinks that men desperately want to date mia khalifa 
what is up? There's something off about this one right here. The one that has a brown shirt or whatever. I don't know what it is, but there's just something like, I don't know. Even more off than the one with the helmet over there. The, the one with the weird helmet reading the book. Because apparently there's there's so many people at the table right now that there's not enough room at the table that they had to put two women off to the side, including the, the one that wears the helmet. Weird. And they're all talking of each other, which is great. Well, I mean, he, he probably married her, I'm sure, knowing full well that she was a porn star and or was a porn star and when you do porn there's gonna be videos of you on the internet doing porn so that sounds like a personal problem to me and well that doesn't mean that she's any less of a person than she was when you first met her dated her married her Depends what streets you're on. I think, I think most people would probably say yes. Um, I think if the question was, would you want to marry me, Khalifa? The problem, the question would, the answer would probably be different because I mean, there are some men who would clearly have a problem with dating somebody who used to do porn. Then there are other men who would not have a problem with somebody who used to do porn. Like, but I mean, I I don't necessarily understand what what. I mean, but there's there's clearly issues of. Anyway, let, let let's continue. And look, well, here's the thing. Let's say you want you want on a date with. Let's say let, let's take Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa was a porn star in an industry, and in in the porn industry. You, I think, have to get regularly tested. You have to, you know, there, there's a lot of things that you have to do in the porn industry to, to make sure that, you know, it's not like, I guess, back in the day. Like, you would have had to get tested. So you're probably much safer, you know, dating somebody who was doing porn than maybe somebody who was out just hooking up with random folks. So it's probably, you know, if, if you're thinking about, like, STI issues, uh, dating with dating somebody and marry somebody like Mia Khalifa would probably be safer than dating somebody like um, I don't know some, some, somebody who is just doing a bunch of you know hookup culture stuff as as they would probably be concerned about because they these guys specifically are worried about purity culture or whatever because they don't want to date people with high body counts or whatever because to them you know a vagina is somehow different. If it sleeps, if, if if a woman sleeps with 500 people one time, then one person 500 times, because you know, even though the the same vagina can deliver a baby, but you know, their minds don't work properly and can't figure out those sort of things. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, yeah. <laughs> Would you want to date Wiz Khalifa?
we have a simp epidemic. Like, oh no. Like, men, like, wanna, you know, to me, like, back in the in my day, a simp was somebody who would hit it and quit it and not want to stay and play, like Sir Mixalot said in Baby Got Back. Not somebody who would, you know, you know, treat a woman with respect and kindness and, you know, and not worry about things like what her body count was or, you know, not judge somebody for having a sexual past or not be threatened by the fact that somebody, you know, actually enjoyed her previous life before you. Like this, this is the problem with these guys. It's like they feel the need to call people simps because when when they, when they call people simps they're calling them simps because they don't it's an easier way to criticize those guys and not have to defend their own actions their own inadequacies their own shortcomings their own inability to justify their own failures to be able to live up to uh, a standard that a well-lived person might have dealt might have lived and might be able to you know look at that person and be like oh well you I've slept with you know more people than you might have liked and therefore I have more experience and I can tell that you're not good in the sack so therefore I might not want to continue dating you <laughs> Demonox, I would date an active porn star. Work is work, sex is sex, love is love. Hey, Han, how was that train run on you today? Sharing is caring, right? Demonox, in reality, porn isn't very pleasurable. It's work. Stuff looks good on camera. It's uncomfortable involved. Probably very well true. Um, but then again, you know, but these people don't like any, Even if, but even if they do enjoy it, like these guys don't want any woman who enjoys sex who or who has enjoyed sex because they don't bring enough they don't bring anything to the table because they don't bring anything to the table sexually they don't want somebody who knows that sex can be good and pleasurable so therefore they don't want somebody who knows that so they can bring their d well i want to call it their d game they can bring their F game or, I don't know, Z game. They can bring their horrible lackluster abilities to the, to, the, to the bedroom and no foreplay, two minutes of missionary, if that, and, be like, and, and have her be like, oh, that was wonderful, sweetie. Thank you so much. Because if they knew better, they'd run away for somebody who actually gave a crap about making sure that their partner was pleased because, you know, he probably believes a lot of things that are not true about biology and a physical nature and how, you know, a vulva works. And also he would probably be intimidated uh, at the fact that, you know, he probably thinks that, well, if I, if that does happen, uh, she'd probably laugh at me and, 
um, I'd be humiliated, and he probably doesn't get off on humiliation. It's probably not his kink. And I think when he talks about a lot of guys, he probably just means a lot of the guys who watch his podcast, because I don't think he actually knows about a lot about a lot of guys who are not in his sphere of influence. But that's just my opinion. And so this is the, some dude donated a hundred bucks to this crap. First day I moved to LA, I met a girl I really liked, found out she had an OnlyFans. I didn't care. The more we hung out, the more feelings developed, and the more the OF became a problem, so we broke up once this like again, like why did it if it didn't matter before, why does it matter now? If you pose the audience, his audience is going to is not going to be a scientifically uh, created sample. It's a biased sample. No. Sure. Exactly. That's what I said. Clearly, it's probably representative of a well below average male, but. We're in a simp epidemic. Simp, 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 simp all day long. That hat just kills me all the time. Not literally, but it just cracks me up. Simps. Let's not have a simp counter. How many times I've ding. Oh, we got a lovely ad. So what is she being a simp for Brian now? Jeff Curry, condemnation. <laughs> I see what you did there. There you go, Jeff. There's a, there's a good comment for you right there, Jeff. P-dubs. I, only, I just heard about Only Friends from George Santos. Never heard of them before. And what the hell is a simp? Okay, like a simp is is there's all sorts of definitions for what a simp is. Basically, it's just a way it's a way for these toxic men to insult other men who like don't care that women like you know actually enjoy sex or don't care or or like you know, actually respect women and treat women with like kindness and decency and as equals. That's a simp. Like that's what they call simps. They'll define simps differently. But in reality, a simp is somebody who treats women with decency, respect, wants women to be equal, wants, you know, it supports feminism, stuff like that. 
Here comes the simp line again. Oh, God, all these super chats. Oh, God damn. Well, sure. I mean, I think she raises a very good point in that there are dudes like these dudes right here would probably publicly be like, I'm not going to do this, that or the other in front of their boys. And then privately would do a lot of other things. It's like the hypocrisy of dudes who would like mock and scoff the idea of like dating a fat chick, as they might say, but then privately would be more than happy to hook up with one. Because in reality, either they really are attracted to them and too embarrassed to admit it because we live in a toxic culture where people can't admit that they actually are attracted to people who are not, um, who are not part of the standard beauty culture that, that we have in the society. Or um, they just can't admit or, or they just you know, are more than willing to just use people for sex regardless of whether or not they actually are attracted to them or not. Um, me, I've always I've, – I've, I've openly dated people of all sizes for a large portion of my life. And there I've been mocked for dating people who are over, who were, you know, overweight or whatever, but whatever, I don't care. Like, you know, I've dated skinny women, I've dated larger women and all of them are beautiful that I've, you know, that's fine, you know, whatever. I don't subscribe to modern ideas of what is hot or beautiful or what have you. So This part is kind of boring. <laughs> Man, imagine paying 99 bucks just to say that. Let's fast forward beyond this. This one is this one isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be more toxic. Can we just go back to the fifties? I mean, I think that that just kind of sums it up in a bow. Can we just go back to the fifties? That just summed it up right there, in a nice wrapped up little bow. They just want to go back to the fifties. They that's what they want. That's 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 what that's toxic masculinity wrapped up in a nice little bow. They just want to go back to the 1950s. <sighs> Kimchi, why must everyone have a label and pretend to be different? What do you mean, with the gray sexual thing or something else? That blonde on the left looks 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, she does look a little young. Um like when I used to Uber drive, like when I would Uber drive and I would go pick up people from Tulane University, like there were some people that were just like, how are you in college? Like, I don't understand how you were in college. Like there was one that I picked up and she looked super ridiculously young. And I mean, she flattered me. I'll be honest. She was very flattering to me because like they got in the car 
And I did my spiel where I offered, like, I, I used to offer water and mints, and I had cell phone chargers, like, cables of all different types. Or if you, I had USB-C cables, I had the, the micro cables, I had iPhone charging cables, the lightning adapters. I had all sorts of things. I had everything that you might want. Well, not like weed or anything, but. So I offered all that, and she had popped out in the front sheet, and she was like, oh, my God, you're the goat. And she looks at me, and she's like, do you even know what the goat means? And I was like, duh, greatest of all time. And she's like, my brother's in his 20s, and he doesn't even know what the goat means. I'm like, you think I'm in my 20s? And she was like, yeah. I was like, I'll take it. So she thought I was in my 20s, and I was 40 at the time. So I'll happily take that. Kimchi, I have monogamous relationships every 10 years. So I'm decasexual. Take that. <laughs> someone else could take it. Maybe someone else might take decasexual and say that they have 10 people at a time, but that's a whole other show. Um, Trucker John, it would be nice to have one income to be able to support a family, though, like in the 50s. Maybe. And that's maybe like. I don't know, like a controversial take would be if somebody were to say that, you know, maybe by having everybody in the workforce, you've doubled the amount of people in the workforce. Therefore, you've doubled the supply of workers. Therefore, you've made it so that you've, you with the increased number of workers, you've made the amount of work, workers available higher. So that means you could pay them less. That doesn't necessarily mean that you should not have women working. It just maybe it just means you should be able to have one person sitting at home and working not sitting at home, but working at home and one person out, whether that be the man or the woman, or if if if, if in a heterosexual relationship or if it's like two guys or two women together, maybe one of them stays at home and one of them works or what have you. But you know, there is potentially something to be said about the fact that by adding more people to the workforce you you then created a larger supply of workers and that how economics works. You then made it so that uh, workers, employers can pay less money, but that's not a justification by any shape or form to say that we shouldn't have had people leave the home. I mean, people should be able to work if they want to work. Women should be able to work if they want to work. I said they should get equal pay as men do. So, My first car was a 1985 Mercury Grand Marquis. And now everybody's showing. Now everybody's telling their uh, their password information. So everybody everybody delete this video. <laughs> Let's see. That Mia Khalifa one was not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Um. This one is a fresh and fit one, and it's I think it's a slightly longer one. That's what she said. Sorry, Jeff. Had to do it. Funny. I went to um oh crap. This one's really long. That's what she said. Um anyway. Back 
in um over the weekend I think it was, I went two different places. And in each of those places there was a uh AT&T employee or a DirecTV now, DirecTV Stream, somebody working for the AT&T company. And each time somebody, one of them was a target. I forget what the other one was. And uh, the one of the target was the best one. He was the most amused by it. But he came up to me and he was like, thank you, P-dubs. Um, and for a while, the only cable that the only internet pack company that we had and cable company we had was Cox Communications. And for and after for a while, I dumped Cox and I had Directv Stream and or AT and T Now or whatever it was called back at the time. And they slowly raised their prices, and it was annoying because I was supposed to be grandfathered in, whatever, blah blah blah. And the Cox internet had been terrible for a while, blah 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 blah. And I've been waiting for AT and T fiber. Um. Cox, C-O-X, yes, C-O-X, Cox Communications. Um, so the guy came up to me, and I, and I was waiting for it to happen because I saw him, and he was like, hey. I was like, you can't help me. He was like, I bet you I can, and I was like, I bet you you can't. He goes, why not? He was like, I was like, because everybody in my house has an AT&T phone. We have AT&T fiber for our home internet and we have direct TV stream for our, for our TV provider. And it was like, well, I guess you're right. I can't help you. And I was like, and then I looked at him and I was like, I am so annoyed at Cox communications because of how horrible they were. Anytime I wish to curse somebody, I say a Cox on both your houses and he done, he lost it. He died. So Wes, come on, Wes. Wes needs to, the bartender needs to cut Wes off. Um. <laughs> Anywho. So, we'll do one more of these. This is a somewhat long one, and it's a, it's a fresh and fit. Got to find another place for this, though. Let's put it down here. Um, let's put this one over here. Over here. So we got another one of these videos of unraveling toxic masculinity. And in this one, it is the Fresh and Fit podcast with uh, Myron. And this one, apparently, Myron is going beast mode and prove women uh, punish nice guys. Nice guys. Nice guys should be in quotes because according to them, nice guys are people who believe that, you know, if, you know, you do nice things for women, you deserve sex. Instead of, you know, being a nice guy should be just, you know, doing nice things because you're a nice person and, you know, for only reason, only, only nice guys are nice to people because they want to be nice and that's it that's the only reason nice guy nice people are nice if you're nice because you're expecting to get laid out of it you're not a nice guy simple as that anyway so let's see how 
Myron supposedly goes beast mode. All right, Marshawn. I'm just here so I don't get fined. And uh, see see what he has to say. Um, chivalry. Who killed Ch- I'm guessing Myron's take is probably going to... I don't think I've watched this one. Um, I just saw that it was long, and so it's probably going to be terrible because of the title. Um, who killed... I'm sure Myron's going to say that women killed Chivalry. I'm sure if whatever podcast would probably say Sibs killed Chivalry, but um, he'll probably say women killed Chivalry or feminists killed Chivalry or whatever. Um, let's go. Let's Let's see if I'm right. There you go. See, women killed Chivalry. Boom. Mic drop. End of video. No, re- no reason to go anymore. I- I'm right. Women punish nice guys. Nice guys finish last. So that's actually what when when Green Day said nice guys finish last, it's 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 meant because you know they let their partner finish first and then anyway. Let's see. Egg off Twitter. Are these strippers? Some that I think some of them are OnlyFans models. I think I think they kind of these two, the whatever podcast and the Fresh and Fit podcast, will sometimes cycle through the same people. Uh, there was one person who I did remember seeing on both of these podcasts, and I think she's a lawyer who also does OnlyFans, and she was owning them both. Like she she did it. She was spot on. I mean, you have to be if you got your law degree. I'm guessing. Um, and she or she was arguing that or circles around them, but like I think some of them, some of them do OnlyFans, some of them may be strippers, some of them may just be people they get from clubs. I don't know. Hey, Vincent Owens, what's going on? Good to see you. Hey, Robin. Um, anyway, let's let's continue. I don't understand the thing she said with with what that what that point was. So let's continue. We're not all like that. Again, she makes a valid point. Back in the day, you were chivalry dated one person or whatever. You, you you courted them and you dated them, and you know you probably had much smaller towns and smaller, you know, and, and either they were arranged and so you treated, you know, whatever, and then you had societal norms or whatever, and and whatever. Well, this is whatever. This is fresh and fit. But now you have a lot more people and you have a lot more access to a lot of different people. So therefore you don't have to sit here and settle for one person. You can go date a lot of different people. So why wouldn't you? It's not that they're not gentlemen. It's, it's not about being gentlemen or not it's just, you know, you don't have to give everybody flowers. If, if I, if I had to give, everybody flowers that I was interested in. Like this woman said, my mom always got flowers for nothing. Well, there was a lot less options back then. Probably if I had to give everybody flowers that I was interested in, I would go to the poor house when I was dating. 
Uh, here we go again. Women control the sexual marketplace. This is the same dumb line by these toxic men. No. The only reason that women control the sexual marketplace, so to speak, is because men are sluts. Men are the ones who are constantly chasing women all over the place, throwing themselves like they're the men will be the ones who sit there on Tinder to swipe, 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 swipe. Men will be the ones who will just go up to go up to person person after person at the bar using the shotgun approach, approaching every single person at the bar as as possible on a night to just try and get laid. If men weren't such sluts and didn't try and throw themselves into everybody as possible, then women wouldn't control the sexual marketplace. But because men are so busy trying to chase women down to try and get laid and try and put it in everyone as possible, there's no opportunity for women to chase. I mean, there are some cases, sure, where women do chase guys, and that's fine, and it happens. And when a woman chases a guy, then the man is in control of that sexual interaction because it's the man's opportunity to say yes or no. But because it's usually the men who are doing the pursuing, it's the woman whose job is to say yes or no. But it, it's not – women aren't controlling the mark, sexual marketplace because of – you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. It's it's not because of women. It's because of men being sluts. Everything in that room was, how does he know that everything, unless he is the one that physically put that room together, how does he know that everything in that room was built by a man? Like, He's using computers, right? Right. Ada Lovelace was very responsible for a lot of stuff in modern computing. Not a, not a man. Hedy Lamar. She was responsible. Her, her, she came up with stuff that was responsible for Wi-Fi. Not a man. No. Man goes to try and throw himself at as many women as possible and as such has to, needs to figure out how to do that. If the man wasn't trying to throw himself at every possible woman that's out there and instead was like, let me, let me chill back here for a second and not try and throw myself at every single possible woman, then maybe you would control the sexual marketplace. Maybe you would be the ones who would have to, you know, be the ones that say yes or no. Because guess what? Women get horny too. And if you weren't the ones out there, again, it's supply and demand. And dudes are constantly out there, constantly trying to supply themselves to other people. If men were like, all right, and I'm not talking about the men going their own way. If we just, if men just stopped being sluts and start and started like just you know stop chasing everything that moved and just acted like you know normal people and didn't try and hump everything out there, 
then guess what? Maybe, just maybe, they would get pursued instead. And that they would have the driver's seat every once in a while. Oh, it gets friend-zoned because it's terrible to be friends with a woman, right? I don't know. I tend to think I'm a rather nice guy myself. I, I don't necessarily try to be nice. I also don't view my relationships with women or anybody as what I can get out of them. Like with anybody, be it dudes, women, non-binary, gender non-conforming, whatever it may be. Like, I've talked about my experiences way back in the day, in my day, America Online. I would be talking to people online. And, like, I talked to women who had, like, not looking for sex on their profiles. And I'd be like, are you tired of men constantly approaching you, asking you to hook up with them, even though you say, I'm not looking for sex? And they'd be like, yes, oh, my God, it's terrible. Why? How do you know that? But because you put the word sex in your profile. And all they're doing is searching for the word sex and not reading your profile. They just search the word sex. So I guarantee you, if you took that out of your profile, you're not going to get as many hits. And so you people aren't going to be asking you for it. And they did. And it worked. And I didn't ask them for sex after that. I just did that. I just treated them like normal human beings and not like human flashlights. And yeah, so I hooked up with some of them. But not because I was actively trying to pursue it, but because it happened organically. And that's how it worked. It happened because I was a nice person, not because I was an a-hole. I was the exact opposite of an a-hole. And I had a good time, and they had a good time. And other people I just made friends with, and I didn't have sex with them. And that was okay, too, because there's nothing wrong with being friends with women. Wes, I never had to look online. I never had to look for sex online. Well, I didn't have to look for sex online, but, you know, just because you don't have to doesn't mean it's not possible. I mean, it's there. Of course he disagrees, because he's never going to accept an argument from an intelligent woman who challenges his worldview, because his worldview, it's my opinion, and I, I could be wrong on this, but it's my opinion that some woman or some women or some young girl, if maybe it was in high school back in the day, just absolutely destroyed this man. And he became so crushed that he built this huge wall up to, to just not let anybody in. And he and he's just become so bitter and vitriolic that he's has this these blinders on and the world works this way and no other way and there's nothing that anybody can say that can change my mind. Yeah. 
younger women. And that's the type of women that he wants to date. He only wants to date 18 to 21 year olds. He's not going to date a 30 year old. If you're 30 to Myron, you're an old hag. That's what men want. No, that's what Myron wants. Mike dropped boom, and he's not going to deal with that argument. He's not going to deal with that statistic. Now, I, I don't, I'm not sitting here. I'm, I'm, maybe she's right. Maybe she's not. But, I mean, the fact that she has that statistic armed and ready says that she prepared for this podcast. She probably knew that Myron likes the idea of dating 18 to 21 year olds and therefore knew that she needed to be ready with the statistic and she's ready to go and she just boom dropped it on him and he's just going to ignore it. (laughs) Myron doesn't want that, but other men do, but Myron doesn't want to consider those other men because those other men don't watch fresh and fit for you know, except for me, who likes to criticize Fresh and Fit because we want to unravel toxic masculinity. Now, if you polled Myron's Fresh and Fit audience, I'm sure that would be the exact opposite results because Myron's audience either, you know, will will believe Myron's point of view because they've been probably led to believe that this is the way to be, but Myron's audience, again, is not a reasonable it's a biased sample. Robin, these men need to tell her how to feel when she, when he makes her feel. Most most forgot the brain is the biggest sexual organ. Um, Vincent, I don't know what scene is out there. I just assume it's messed up as it has been for decades. I think it's even more messed up than it is recently. I think it's even more messed up because of people like Myron. I'm trying to understand what the argument is. The argument is that you're wrong, that you have a limited world of view and something in your past life, something in, in, your, in your life previously has screwed you up so badly that you can't handle uh, the idea that this educated person um, who has her life together, um, who you'd never date because she's too old for you, uh, has just dropped too many facts on you that you're not able to process because it's challenging your worldview. So you're just going to reject that out of hand without even considering that your worldview might be wrong. Even if, I mean, even if they're attracted to a bad boy type. Here's the thing, even if they are even if they look at the bad boy type and be like, yeah, that's a, that's that's somebody I might want to bang. That doesn't necessarily mean that somebody that they want to hook be with for the rest of their life. They might just want to have fun with the dude and then settle down later with 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 a guy who's going to be like, you know, the person that they're going to fall in love with. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because I'm sure you, Myron, have found several people who you just want to bang. And then eventually you're going to find somebody who you're going to marry. <clears throat> of course, it's not going to be a partner because you don't view women as equals. Yeah. 
But they're not going to end up marrying that person. Even if they even if they find that attractive, they still might not marry the person because they're probably going to marry the person who who is going to be a better fit for marriage. They they might hook up with the bad boy, whatever. Just because they hook up with the bad boy doesn't mean that they're going to marry the bad boy. Not necessarily. You don't want women with skill set, Myron. Don't lie. Myron doesn't want people with skill set. He wants he wants a, I would say a walking, talking vagina, but he doesn't even want a talking one. He just wants somebody who's going to sit there and do him whenever he wants them to do him. What a girl wants, what a girl needs. Oh, Jesus. Behaving like a woman. So a man has to behave like a woman to attract a woman, whatever a woman behaves like. I mean, again, somebody screwed him over so badly earlier in life. Must have. Like, I can't imagine, like, all these women sitting around the table and just be like, Behaving like a woman, and they're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, why haven't I can't imagine just all of them just didn't just all stand up and walk out at that point. Well, you know, but they're not going to want to hear that. They're not going to want to listen. They are never going to listen to a woman about what a woman wants. They're so convinced that they know what women wants. They're going to tell women what women want, even though a room full of women is telling them, no, that's not true. Again, talking over women. That's what I said about the other podcast. They have a room full of women because the more women that they have sitting around that table, the more women they have to talk over. Why do I want somebody who's been ran through? Like, why would they want you who's been ran through? Thank you. Exactly. That's what I've been saying. The problem is that men are sluts. Alex Twitler, uh, his mind will not accept that women might like to enjoy their time and not simply want sex out of the interaction. Exactly. He's going to explain everybody. Everybody, hold on. Myron is going to explain the world. Go ahead, Poppy. Ran through it in a sword as much as you wish. It's it's like a it's a dagger. It's a it's a it's a butter knife. It's a cheese knife. Men don't realize that most men just go swipe, 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 swipe until they find somebody that says yes. Like I think I think he puts way too much way too much uh way too much uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, confidence or way, way too much value, way too much thought into what guys who are seeking to get laid uh, 
how much thought they put into it. They don't put that much thought into it. They're trying to hump everybody out there possible. That's what they're thinking. That's what these guys are thinking. They're not thinking, hmm, what is the best formula of how I'm going to try and fit tab A into slot B? They're not, they're not, they're just like me want to hump now is what they're thinking. And they're trying, and they just go ask everybody possible until they find somebody who says yes. And then they, then most likely they'll not satisfy them. So, so they don't get called back. Again, the only reason that women control it is because men are the ones that are being sluts. Otherwise, no, it's not a crime if if men were to be like, again, not out there throwing their dicks at everybody and stopped and, and limited, artificially limited their supply, I guess, and stopped, stopped restricted their supply of, of, of available penis. Guess what? The women might start chasing them and then it, then it would be an equal an equal equilibrium, so to speak. I would probably argue that the people that like, like the Andrew Tates of the world are very a small subset of people because the Andrew Tates of the world are a very small subset. So yeah, that, that they are able to find people who want to have sex with them does it's not proof that a chivalry is dead or that b that that's a general rule just because they're the loudest it doesn't mean that they're representative of the entirety yes kimchi they are very disgusting Like, I wish I could, again, I've said this before, I wish I would love to be able to get popular enough that I could get on their radar and then go debate them because I would have so much fun debating them. And he would be like, he'd probably be like, how many women have you slept with? Like, not that it's your problem, but more than you'd think. Why? Because I actually treated women with dignity and respect. You'd call me a simp, but I've had plenty of sex. not necessarily a bad boy that's just not that's actually the opposite of being a bad boy that's that's the guy who's not being a dick like she 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 didn't prove what he said she disproved what he said that, that that's for me what i said like the guy that didn't throw himself at her is the one that was not the one that acted like a like a hole Men are deductive problem solvers, like meaningless. There are a lot of people, men who are not deductive problem solvers. I'm bringing chivalry back. Yeah. So the way to get, you can have, you can have, you can act chivalrous and, still have women earning money and still 
it's there was a post that I had on Facebook the other day that was in my memories where it was like, um, and somebody like unfriended me over the conversation. It was ridiculous because some guy was called sexist because he opened a door for a woman. And I'm like, what? Like I open doors for everybody, men, women, or whatever. If you don't want me to open the door for you, fine. But like, you know, it, it, it's, it's not sexist to open a door for somebody just because they're a woman. Like it's ridiculous. So like, like you, you can, you can be nice to other people and treat other people with dignity and respect because feminism is not just about, it, it's just about being, treating people equally regardless of gender. But you, you, you can still have chivalry with, and, and, and do that. You can still treat people nicely. Chivalry is about treating people with dignity and respect. You could be chivalrous and still have feminism. I let's go look up the definition of chivalry, shall we? Definition of chivalry. Very polite, honest, and kind behavior, especially by men towards women. But you but it doesn't necessarily have to be. But it's very polite, honest, and kind behavior. Uh, chivalry, the system of behavior followed by knights in the medieval period of history that put a high value of honor, kindness, and courage. So no, it doesn't have to be just towards women. You could just be chivalrous, and you could just change the idea of what chivalry is and just make, make it be like you're just kind and polite and honest to everybody. So feminism can change what chivalry is, and you can just be kind and nice to everybody. What idiots they are. The world works on generalities. Where does he get this thing where you get an 80% failure rate being a nice guy? I don't know. He just made that 72% of all statistics are made up. If you want to increase, but, but again, you, you're because you're constantly trying to get laid instead of forming a relationship, and as such, you're the one who's throwing yourself out there, which means you're the one who's killing everything. You're the one who's who's increasing the supply, so there you're the one who's causing women to be the ones in charge of the market, the sexual marketplace. So you're the ones causing the problems that you're complaining about. You're causing the problems that you're complaining about. That, that's that's all. Then that's the problem with toxic masculinity. It's men creating their own problems and then complaining about it. It's like that picture of where like the guy is, you know, it's either the picture of the, the person riding the bicycle and then putting the stick in their own in their own wheel and then falling off the bike, or the picture of Hannibal, Hannibal Buress. You know, and, and uh, what's-his-face, you know, goes behind and sh shoots Hannibal Buress. It's like, why would Hannibal Buress do that? You know, it's, it, you know, he's creating his own problem and then blaming others for it. And then, so no, there's more to life than getting laid. Absolutely. More to life than getting laid. Getting laid's fun. I have no problem with people who want to get laid. Get laid. It's fine to get laid. It's fine to have fun. It's fine to have sexual fun. The problem is that he doesn't consider that women should be able to have the same thing as him. He, he will look upon a woman negatively for doing what he wants to do. 
if a woman wants to get laid, he will view her as less valuable than if he wants to get laid. Notice that this one, this one right here, has not been a part of the conversation in a while because he doesn't want to have her be part of the conversation. Why? Because she is the one that disproved everything that he said. So he's not going to go back to her because she's too smart for him. So he's only going to go to the other ones who are not able to effectively make the argument that she made. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> no, they're not really nice guys. They pretend to be nice guys because they think nice guys are going to get them, the niceness is going to get them laid. So, yes, those people who pretend to be nice just to get laid are not really nice. That's the thing. If you're, be, if you're pretending to be nice to just get sex, you're not nice. If you're legitimately nice because you're a good person, and that's going to shine through. And that's the thing. That's what he's not getting. He probably tried being a nice guy in order to get laid, and it didn't work for him because he's not a nice guy. And they saw right through him. It was transparent as a piece of saran wrap. And they saw exactly through his ploy, and they were like, this guy's not a nice guy. He's just pretending to be nice to try and get in my pants. And they saw right through it. He didn't get laid. And he was like, well, this isn't working for me. I, me, me doing all the nice guy things, I checked all the boxes, and I didn't get laid because, and even though I did all the things I was supposed to do, so I'm going to be an asshole now. No, you were always an asshole. That's the thing. You were always an asshole. They just saw right through you. Kimchi, stop making stupid people rich. Who's making stupid people rich? Me? And what's wrong if they had a one-night stand? Y'all have, have had one-night stands? What's wrong if they had a one-night stand? Who cares? Well, at least one of them told the other one to shut up. Look at all these super chats. There are people who are going to like bad boys, and that's fine. 
And there are people who are going to be attracted to, for bad boys for bad boy behavior and who are going to like be like, oh, there's a guy who's going to be useful for one thing. And they're going to use the guys for one thing and they're going to have fun. And then they're going to move on. And there's nothing wrong with that because y'all are doing the same thing with the women. Kimchi, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Well, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this this whole thing, this, these, these, these reaction videos, is I'm hoping that maybe some of these people will find these videos and listen to my commentary on them, and maybe some of them will be like, oh, we're being misled. A lot of them will just call me a simp and a soy boy and anything else, whatever, blah, 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 and I'm fine with that. They, they can call me whatever names they want to call me. I'm used to it. I've probably been called worse. Um, but again, you know, the, one of the reasons why I do this, but another reason to do this is some, some of these videos actually get good views. So, <clears throat> see Kimchi, okay, everyone has probably had a bad boy or a bad girl relationship. You live, you learn. Yep. You love, you learn, you cry, you learn, you lose, you learn, you choke, you learn, you scream, you learn. Sorry, bad Alanis imitation. This is what I mean when women lack critical thinking skills, except for, you know, like, you know, the Ada Lovelaces of the world and, you know, other people, uh, the Hedy Lamars and the other various other many women who work in many of the fields that require critical thinking skills. But, you know, go on. Everybody has more options now because there's more people alive now. If you're trying to have a logically sound conversation that's low IQ, you have to leave the room. He has to leave the room, first of all. But... Let's continue. There are a lot of couples of people together that are that you would look at are not traditionally attractive by modern societal standards who are together and happy and loving each other. So I'm going to wholeheartedly disagree with the ideas that uh, that people have less options today of, of any of either group. Kim Chi, never beg for sex, even a committed relationship, unless you like the BDSM thing. Good point. That's because men are sluts. Going back to my old argument. Men are constantly throwing themselves at women so they don't they can be more selective because they're constantly having dicks thrown at them. Period. That's one thing they don't understand. Women have more options than men because men create that scenario. Men are creating the, the market, the supply. 
This is really the only time we're all agree with supply side economics. Men are creating the supply of available penis so that women can be selective. It's like the scene from History of the World Part One where Madeline Kahn is going like, yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 yes, no, no, yes. No, 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 yes! Anyway, so, yes, as I said, men are sluts. Men are sluts. Men are throwing themselves at women all over the place. They've created this huge supply of available penis so women can be selective. Because, again, men will just be on these social apps, and they don't care. They'll just watch. That's why... He said, as, as he described this person as a mediocre-looking woman, uh, got so many swipes because they don't even look. They don't. Nobody reads profiles. They just swipe, 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 and hope that they're eventually going to be able to get, as they say, their dick wet. Because that's all they're on there for. Period. He's complaining that it's women that are in control. You've given them the power. You've ceded the power to women by being sluts. Simple as that. I don't know how many times I need to repeat that. Anyway, what do you think? Agree or disagree? Leave comments below. Thank you very much. I'm not doing any more of that video. I'm done with that video. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm moving the microphone away from me because I'm not, I'm not ending the show quite yet. I mean, I'm ending the show in a second, but um, anyway. So if you haven't watched my show yet, um, usually when I do a video like that, I'll try and end the show um, in such a way. I'll try, I'll try and end the clip to enable them to be able to, um, to to basically enable us so I could just create the video and upload it. Um, oh, I have somebody calling. Somebody's been on hold for 18 minutes. Sorry. Is that Khalil? Hello. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Good. I'm good. One of, one of the things I feel about chivalry is um, one of the things that bothers me is um, – some people you're nice to, and then they're not nice back. And matter of fact, I've dealt with this uh, police officer that I've been nice to. I needed help. He's not nice, but then when he's on camera, when he's on camera, he's like, he's very nice. He only messes with people who are vulnerable or people who are nice to him or people who need help. But he's only like that if he's not on extra camera. He's, he's like that when he's um, on just his body cam, but not extra cameras watching him mm -hmm. because um, there was a guy that was trespassing at the um, post office in my town. He never gave him problems like he gave me problems. And um, he was like, he was even like, I never, I never said I would make you leave here. But when I call for help, he uh, comes in and says, you got to leave these people alone. Like, and they never even asked me to leave them alone. I was just dealing with anxiety. All of a sudden, in the other video, he was because he was on camera and he was around a bunch of officers. He was he was very nice, 
even though God, even though the guy was trespassing, and um, only reason he was doing that is because he was on a bunch of cameras and he had um, he had some officers with him. So that's an example of someone that's not nice if they're doing it for, you know, ulterior motive. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is an unfortunate thing. But yeah, that that that's kind of the same thing, you know, when people. People say that they're nice, but they're not really nice. They have ulterior motives, be it, I mean, in the discussion we were talking about, I don't know if you were you listening on Blog Talk Radio or are you watching on YouTube? I was listening. Okay, because I was doing, you probably couldn't hear half the stuff because we were, we were talking about, um, we were watching a YouTube video. Um, so that's probably, you probably couldn't hear half of what was going on. We were watching a, a, a video about where some guy on some other podcast was talking about, um, some guy was explaining why he felt that men are, are not in control of the dating uh, scene and, and women are in control of it and whatever. And just basically repeating a whole bunch of crap that, you know, toxic masculinity or whatever. And anyway, uh, I'll probably be chopping up or taking that video and uploading it and having it be, um, having it be, uh, having it be uploaded, if not tonight, then probably sometime tomorrow or something. But anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, it's, it's just indicative of, I mean, a lot of times people think that they're nice, but they're not anyway. Yeah. I, I, I did see that you had called and I recognize your number. So I didn't want to get to you before I ended the show, but thank you very much for calling in again. Appreciate you as always. Uh, you have a great rest of your night. You too. All right. Thank you, Khalil. Well. All right. So, um, Anywho, so yeah, I had muted it. Muted, I had muted the desktop volume so I could uh, close the close the video without hearing anything, and then forgot to unmute it before accepting Khalil's thing. So we 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 missed a little bit of Khalil, um, but we got most of it. So anyway, uh, Khalil is another good regular listener of the show, but he only I think he listens just on Blog Talk Radio. So the only problem with listening just on Blog Talk Radio is that don't get to hear the YouTube video stuff. Cause I haven't quite figured out how to cross those streams, so to speak. So, um, anywho, so but it's almost, it's almost three hours. So let's go ahead and, uh, and there actually is technically three hours cause we've, we started four minutes or four minutes before it is three hours actually technically with the music. So, Let's go ahead and end the show now. So this is the end of this today's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Um, I will um, maybe like in 40 minutes or so or so. Um, if you want to join me on Twitch, I'll, I should be live on Twitch in about 40 minutes or so, uh, doing some uh, card opening stuff. If you want to, if you want to join me for that, um, I'll probably it's probably just going to be on my phone, so I won't have much textual interactions but i can voice interact um if you feel like being up with me whatever it doesn't matter otherwise um i'll be back monday uh no twitch stream tomorrow my plans tomorrow uh, i'll be back monday 8 p.m central here liberaldanradio.com uh, otherwise i might do a twitch stream on saturday as well um there's a special Fortnite thing so if you want to join you there as well that's cool until then this is dan's the room with liberal dan radio Talk from the left. That's right.